Welcome back, everybody. Earnings season has started, and we all know what that means. Big market moves and misleading headlines. Now, I'm kidding, of course. Well, kind of. But it is a great time to see how our companies are doing and if they're actually hitting the marks that we expect of them. And two of the stocks in my portfolio, American Express and Visa, both apparently missed expectations. But one shot up 7% and the other went down 3%. So what's that all about? In this video, we're going to dig into both and talk about how the headlines and even the market reaction didn't really tell the same story as the data did. So first, let's start with American Express. After earnings, Amex shot up 7% and the headlines read like this. American Express stock rises on strong guidance and dividend boost. Q4 earnings per share misses. Now, a 7% jump is significant, so let's take a look at all three of these things, and I'm going to start in reverse order. Now, Amex's Q4 earnings per share was $2.62, with analyst expectations being $2.63. So, one penny off, which I can understand why people didn't really worry about that. But as you all know, I prefer to compare it to what Amex's actual guidance was, not analyst expectations. Amex didn't have specific earnings per share guidance for the quarter, but for 2023, they had an earnings per share forecast of between $11 and $11.40. And their Q4 earnings per share put them right in the middle of that range with a total earnings per share for the year of $11.21, which equals a 14% increase from the previous year. And all things considered, that's pretty positive, especially because it's right in the middle of the guidance that they provided at the end of 2022. And you guys know how much I love when companies come out like a year year in advance and they tell us exactly what they're going to do and then they go execute on it. To me, that's an example of really good management. Now, there were a couple other notable things in the article though. Amex's total network volume was lower than analyst estimates and their provision for credit losses was higher than estimates, which is seen as a negative thing because it means that they think more losses may be coming. Now, even revenue was lower than analyst estimates as well, but expenses were also lower than estimates, which is a positive. Still, those are three pretty negative things, along with the fact that they technically missed analyst estimates for earnings per share, even if it was just by one penny. So at a high level, it doesn't seem like a situation that would warrant a 7% gain in a single day, but let's dig into the next part. Amex also announced that they're increasing their dividend by 17%. And to be fair, anytime that you get a 17% income bump from a stock, that's a really great day. And for me, what it signaled is that Amex's management team believes that they're in a very strong financial position to be able to do that, especially when the expectations for dividends is that they're only going to increase over time because they could have easily done a 10, 12, or even 15% raise. And most of us would have thought that that was great. Now, to me, one of the things that it signaled is that they don't seem to be too worried with whatever may happen with the Basel III endgame regulations, since in theory, that would increase capital requirements on Amex and reduce the available cash flow to distribute to shareholders. So either Amex thinks it's not likely to be implemented or won't have a material impact on their situation, or maybe is just years away from having to actually deal with it. Either way, the large dividend raise to me was the biggest positive signal that they actually sent in their whole earnings release. And lastly, Amex announced their guidance for 2024, and here's what they said. Revenue growth between 9% to 11%, earnings per share between $12.65 to $13.15, which would equal about a 13 to 17% raise. And if we go back to our article, we see that the consensus estimate for earnings per share was $12.30, which would have been about a 10% increase. And it seems that some people believe that that's what actually caused the stock to jump because the guidance was better than expectations. But here's the thing, Amex is simply doing what they've been telling us. Because way back in Q4 of 2021, they outlined their growth plan for 2022 and beyond. 
And even there, they say 2024 plus is revenue growth in excess of 10% and earnings per share in the mid-teens. And then a year after that, in Q4 of 2022, they reiterated their growth plan again. 2024 plus says revenue growth in excess of 10% and earnings per share growth in the mid-teens. And then last week for Q4 2023, they reiterated their growth plan again, with 2024 plus being revenue growth in excess of 10% and earnings per share growth in the mid-teens. And then their actual guidance for 2024 is right around 10% revenue growth and mid-teens earnings per share growth. I mean, this is shocking, right? Like, how could anyone have possibly known when they've only been telling us for like three years now? And just to talk a bit about their growth plan, just being an investor, what I like about this is that Amex is already a great brand. And if they're able to consistently execute on double-digit revenue growth or close, as well as mid-teens earnings per share growth or close, as well as giving double-digit dividend growth each year, that to me is a winning combination and something that'll make me want to hold the stock over the long term because it's great, plus it's really easy to monitor to make sure that they're hitting their numbers. But if we go back to earnings, if Amex missed analyst expectations and basically just did what they told us they would do three years ago, why did the stock jump 7%? Now, obviously, it's impossible to know for sure, but my guess is that it's a combination of a couple things. One, the market concerns about credit card issuers and the health of the economy was likely priced in at least a little bit. So there was probably some expectation that Amex would have to lower their guidance since it was at least a year old. And number two, the strong dividend raise and reaffirming previous guidance means that Amex doesn't currently see those issues getting worse for their business and they're sticking to their plan, which signals confidence. But That's just my guess as to what happened. Now, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade because I've enjoyed Amex's run-up as much as anyone, but there's something that I saw in their earnings numbers and in the December credit numbers that I think is worth keeping an eye on. Because delinquency and charge-off rates are something that I monitor for Amex because it gives us an indication of future losses they may take as well as the health of their customer base. And if we look at what they presented for the most recent quarter, it looks like this. Their delinquency numbers for Q4 2023 were 1.3% which is lower than the pre-pandemic level of 1.5%. And their charge-off rates for Q4 2023 were 2.0%, which again was lower than the pre-pandemic level of 2.2%. So overall, that looks fine. Even if there's been a change, both are still below pre-pandemic levels, and it doesn't look like it's anything to worry about. But then if we look at the December numbers across lenders, we see this. In terms of delinquencies, in December 2023, it was 1.4%, whereas in December of 2019, it was 1.6%. And then for charge-offs, December 2023 was 2.5%, whereas December 2019 was 2.4%. And so delinquencies are up, but still under 2019 levels. But when you look at charge-offs, they were up a lot, and now they're over December 2019 levels. Now, this could just be a one-month anomaly and nothing to worry about, but it's something that I think is worth watching to see if it progresses in that direction. So overall, though, it was a good quarter and a good year for Amex. They went out and told us what they were going to do a year in advance, and then they went out and did it. That's exactly what you want to see from a company. Okay, now let's talk about Visa. So Visa announced earnings on January 25th for Q1 2024, and what they announced was net revenues grew 9%, operating expenses grew 8%, and earnings per share grew 10%. And then what did the market actually do with that information? Visa dropped about 3% in trading after earnings. And if you read the headlines, this is what they said. Visa stock slips after Q1 payment volume misses, expense guidance increases. And if we dig into the details, we see that they apparently posted slightly weaker than expected payments volume and increased their guidance for expense growth for 2024. 
And if we go a little further down, we see the payments volume issue was right here. Total volume was at $3.28 trillion versus a consensus analyst estimate of $3.29 trillion. And just for clarity on this, Visa doesn't actually provide guidance for payments volume, so this is merely an analyst view, which they missed by $10 billion out of $3 plus trillion. So my view on this is, if the company didn't actually provide guidance, then I don't really care if they missed an analyst estimate, especially when it was on a relatively trivial amount. Now, in terms of the expense growth guidance increasing, it says annual operating expense growth is now expected to rise in the low double digits, more than its earlier guidance of high single digits. Now, this is partially true, but it's a little misleading. If we look at Visa's actual 2024 guidance that they set last quarter, it says that they expect high single digit to low double digit annual operating expense growth. And they updated it to just be low double digit expense growth after Q1. And they also talked about why they updated it in their earnings call by saying it was due to including the impact of a pending acquisition that wasn't included before and an update based on current FX rates. So technically, they did remove the lower part of the range, but the guidance is still within the original forecast. And to me, none of those things really make sense as a logical reason for Visa's stock price to go down. It was probably more likely because Visa is a stock that was on a really nice run-up and sitting at all-time highs. So the price action could have easily been traders and algorithms taking profits on a stock that had been going almost straight up for the past few months and probably has nothing to do with any changes in their fundamentals. And this is where monitoring our stocks and understanding what their own expectations are can really help us as investors, because we can ignore the noise and all the crazy headlines and then take advantage of irrational price movements anytime they look attractive. And I ended up using that little dip in Visa's price to add to my position. And now just a few days later, it's already back up to all-time highs. So now that earnings season has started, is there anything interesting going on with your stocks? Let me know down in the comments below. Now, if you guys want to see how I monitor every single stock in my portfolio, click on this video right here. Hope you guys have a great day out there. Financial independence is true freedom. So keep building and stacking wins. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Yeah.